Today is Monday, January 2nd, 2017, and this is Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus, and with me in the new year, the man whose resolution involved probably not drinking any more maple syrup straight from the tap, Shin. (laughs) Welcome to the new year. There we go. We can't speak anyways. Luckily, my new year's was not that crazy. You didn't drink uh, maple syrup? From a tree? No, unfortunately not. I would have. That that's not something that actually goes on here. It's a shame, Canada. You're missing out. I don't. I don't have maple trees in Florida. So I'm assuming they're missing out. A palm tree. We would definitely trade you some maple trees for weather that supported palm trees. Why not? Man, well. It's been a been a couple weeks. It has been, and like normal, when we take off a couple weeks, all the things happened. You, but we knew that. <laughs> we knew that. Uh, so, uh, in in, I mean, we, how, how was your New Year's? <laughs> Holidays, all that fun stuff. Good stuff happened. Finished fifteen. I actually did not even get a chance to play during the holidays. I was too busy traveling everywhere, visiting family, going to different things. Same. Yeah. I'm off this week. I I did, however, get to introduce my family to a lovely little game on the PS4 by the name of Overcooked. Is that the one where you're like a bunch of people running around a restaurant? Yeah, yeah, you're a little tiny chef things and you go and you have to do things and you have to work together, which is great when two of the three players don't know how to play games. Fantastic. Very entertaining. Highly recommended. It was on sale for the, the PlayStation sales that they had a couple weeks ago. Good to know. I also picked up Bloodborne. <clears throat> because, you know, when you hate yourself, <laughs> Bloodborne's a good, good, good reminder. Or you just like dying. It's, it's, you know, I don't have stress in my life, so I need to play video games with that induce it. Speaking of inducing, don't know how that segue happened, but there's some news and we should probably hop into it because we have a hell of a lot of things to talk about today. So many things. Uh, So first and foremost in the news, uh, Heaven's Turn event, December 31st, uh, it was started started at 7 a.m. and it's going on until January 16th. Um, You can go do it now. Shin and I completed that today. Uh... We gathered mochi and we got cock hats, so it's about right. Anything else for that, really? I don't. Uh, not really. No. It was yeah. a very entertaining quest to go and do quickly. Yeah, it was a quick, it was a quick little something nice, something quick. Not not as uh, not as good as Halloween with the haunted house, but something. To be fair, we have to welcome in the year of the cock. It's true. I do have two hats with giant chocobos on it, so that's something. All right. I'm well, sorry, I was a little distracted. We forgot to do the tweet. Oh no! Uh, the tweet is now out there, and hopefully, people will see it. Well, we'll find out. 
<laughs> so we got a New Year's greeting from Yoshi P, uh, which uh, a little cryptic. A little cryptic. Uh, also, I'd like to point out that the uh, he was they had a drawing of him as a red mage. Uh, also, he was on a mount that we don't have yet, which I suspect is the the bird form of the Kieran mount. So if you collect all the burbs, you get that. I'm assuming that's what he's writing because we don't have that mount. But he said he did say that he was taking some he was enjoying his time off and going through uh, playing Final Fantasy 14 just as a normal player, uh, spending time with his friends in the game. But he did get a message from a man wearing a hood that had a poem on it. And that, that sounds poem. a lot sketchier when you say it like that. <laughs> well, that's how he wrote it. <laughs> so Fair enough. I mean, when you, I mean, if strange men in hoods came in hand in use scrolls, would you read them? Probably. All right. If I was still alive afterwards. Fair enough. Well, I'm gonna read this, and hopefully, you don't die. So, look ye where the sun doth rise. See crimson embers darkening skies. Look ye where the sun doth fall. See azure loss and mist the squall. Ancient Eastern proverb. Author unknown. So a lot of people on the interwebs, on the Twits, on the Facebooks, <laughs> on on the novice networks and discords, all overs, were saying that uh, GG Blue, Blue Mage confirmed. Oh, I was reading that, and like the very first time I was reading it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I see what they did there. They have the red and the blue, and the, in the release video that we saw in Vegas, and again in Tokyo, they had the red and the blue energy." Yes. Um, I'm not sure why, but right now it wasn't until you read it that I also remembered about the Azure Dragoon. The Azure Dragoon, exactly. The Azure Dragoon. Also remember from FanFest in Vegas that the name for uh, for Heaven's Word in in Japan is uh, the Azure Skies over Ishgard. So this could mean Blue Mage confirmed. This could mean. We're looking towards the 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 rising of our our next expansion, and that the sun is finally setting over uh, the on Ishgard because we are finally closing out in three point five coming up. It could mean a lot of things, <laughs> so uh, I, it would be dumb of myself and Shin to think maybe this isn't a hint at Blue Mage, but it also could just mean something as simple as uh, the curtain is finally closing on the the Ishgard storyline and we're finally making our way towards uh, uh, a war and revolution of Alamingo. So I do think that it was very well played in that like, it, it does make 100% sense is basically saying like, Hey, uh, Stormblood's coming out next year. We finished with, we're finished with Ishgard and we're done with heaven's word, but also at the same time play against that whole red mage, blue mage thing. They're really great. at All of those little uh, yeah. teasers. Oh, so good at it. <clears throat> so speaking of uh 3.5 3.5 update previews cross uh server party finder eggy glamours zervon battle uh warren triad and belsar's wall msq all coming in 3.5 that is january 17th I believe. 17th yes uh which is a tuesday because usually it's tuesday. Always. always a tuesday so uh we'll be uh here the 16th telling you all about it <laughs> so you know Please look forward to that. And there's, uh, if you're interested in any more of those, they do have a whole bunch of blog posts on each of those if you want a quick preview. Yes. So. I'm not sure if this is the most important piece of news or not. The Final Fantasy fourteen Fan Festival 2016 Tokyo. Yeah. That I mean, we learned a little bit of stuff from it, right? Yeah, a bit. You know, some things were shown, some gameplays, some guys with swords maybe showed up, <laughs> poked things with them from a distance. <clears throat> so, uh, over the the break that we had, uh, the Japanese Final Fan uh, uh, Final Fantasy Fan Festival took place in Tokyo, and um, I streamed it. Uh, I didn't stream it legally illegally onto Twitch. I watched it here at my house. And I was uh, semi-live tweeting, kind of on Twitter, kind of on with uh, the FC chat that we have. Um, And there were some, and we're going to just talk about that now because there's so much. So we're going to hop right into it. So what, what, 
Shin and I did is that we kind of took the Famitsu article that we know that's out there already about the uh, the after the show, and we took the actual fan fest and we 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 put them in a blender and we mixed it up. So we're giving you both a a review and a the Famitsu article. So we're giving you all the information that we can, um, and so we'll just go ahead and dive right into it. So opening keynote. Uh, so, <laughs> There's a lot of information in the opening were, keynote. Were you were you the were you the cyclops making mochi? <laughs> mochi, <laughs> trying to their big hammer. Uh, Famitsu in comparison to Las Vegas. So Famitsu does ask Yoshi uh, Yoshi P, uh, what what was the state of mind change uh, in any way from Vegas to Tokyo? And he said the nervousness didn't change, but I was able to give uh, new information for the upcoming expansion, Stormblood. Which is uh, drawing a lot of attention, so I feel relieved as well. Also, the keynote was in Japan, making me able to give information much more directly as Japanese is my mother tongue. The audience cheered a lot, so I think we were able to pull it off quite well. And that's something I don't think that myself, uh, I never thought, because he, I, for me, I knew we knew he was nervous, because he even said it on stage as soon as we roared, and he, he, was, he was like, wow, I didn't expect that. Um, but... You, I, you can almost tell that he he does he seems a little bit more relaxed on the on the Tokyo stage, like like in a way that like it's his mother tongue and very very much he can flow the it flows a little bit better. I I, I saw that I just noticed that the body language of somebody he um, probably had a little bit more sleep as well. There's that as well. Vegas, you tend to stay up and gamble and drink and. All that fun stuff. Well, it's like a I don't know, a twelve hour flight too. There's that. I, I'm pretty sure they were there the day before, or a couple of days at least to get everything set up and a twelve hour flight and then a whole bunch of days of setting up that huge event. And gambling. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh they asked how the response was, the the fan festival started in Vegas, the then we have Tokyo today, and finally we'll have uh, Frankfurt one. Uh, you can say that today was the middle point. Uh, so January 17, 2015 is also the milestone for the expansion of the, for the game, which is three point, when 3.5 releases. And after that, we'll have the Frankfurt Fan Festival in February following uh, past 3.5 at Part 2 in March. So I think everything will connect quite smoothly, and I think it went very well in the middle of the, uh, as the middle milestone. And uh, I'll have to agree with them. I think that this fan fest gave. I, 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 I it was going to rather go one or two ways. I thought maybe that this fan fest is rather going to be very. We'll get. We'll, we knew we were going to get Red Mage. Like you kind of, kind of. We figured we'll, we'll see it, but I didn't think we were going to get as much information as we got. Um, like I didn't. I didn't expect the the next bit of information. One, uh, we're going to talk about that now. Is the Stormblood release like? when it's actually going to launch. I didn't think we were going to get that yet. I thought maybe at Frankfurt would get the release. So, uh, right now, tentative. <laughs> and I have to say that, <clears throat> tentative, a, a lot of that. Uh, about uh, So far, the Stormblood info, uh, half a bit's been released. Uh, the rest will be revealed in Frankfurt. Uh, expect players to be more excited after 3.5, uh, which would hold true after 2.5. I think I was more amped up to get to Heaven's Word and start going they've also mentioned that there's a lot of spoilers in 3.5 so they can't tell us a lot about stormblood yet so having at least the first half of 3.5 before we see what they're releasing in frankfurt we should have a a general we should be more well informed and be more uh, hyped up for that event and then when that event hits they can just drop all of the information on us or at least all the stuff that we can find out without spoilers yep uh and so the release date Apparently, Square knew it was my birthday because uh, June 18th, and they were like, "You know what? June 20th, you're getting a game." And I was like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> so June 20th, 2017, uh, is the tentative release date for uh, Stormblood. Now that could change because it's tentative, but hopefully. Uh, also, if history shows anything, don't plan to play that exact day because it never really works well. No. Very few games have a very smooth launch with no connection issues the day of release. The computer says no. And uh, the pre-orders begin January 24th, 2017. And now, you're going to say, but Flatus, Shin, pre-orders for just the regular edition of the game? Like, that doesn't, I mean, come on, man. I should just be able to walk into my local Best Buy, just go grab a copy and just be, but 
bro, lady bros, <laughs> dude bros. They announced the collectors collectors edition and <laughs> at at Fan Fest, and we got to see what that entailed. Uh, and it entails quite a bit more than normal. Yeah, yes, it does. Uh, Shin, go ahead and uh, go ahead and take what the physical items are. You will find in the physical items for the collector's edition uh, some special packaging featuring original art by, and I'm sorry, I don't actually know who this is. Yoshitaka Amano? Yeah, I, I'm assuming that they are involved with Final Fantasy in some way, but I'm not sure what they've done. He does all the uh, the art for the mainline series. That would probably be why it's really special packaging. Mm-hmm. I don't play Final Fantasy games often. No. That is one of my resolutions. I am I play 14, I'm playing 15. I have a whole bunch of the other ones now. I'm going to slowly play them. He's he's guys, don't worry, he's slowly becoming one of us. <laughs> uh we also get a high quality figure of Xenos Ye Galvas, the legatus of the Seventh Legion, twelve. Uh, also, the big bad for the expansion, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, we are going to get an art book of Stormblood art, a cloth map of Eorzea, and origin and an original decal, something that you put in a car window or something similar to that. And that's uh, the goddess of the twelfth legion. Oh, is that twelve? Um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, okay. Nice. Yeah, I learned all my rules. Names. Yeah, there was. Uh, also, I, you know, I learned all my Roman noodles, Roman numerals from Final Fantasy. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, fun fact for you: uh, all the uh, the leg- the legatuses, legatus, uh, they are all based off the Final Fantasy games. So, like, fourteen was Zeno, uh, or they're not Zeno, but. Uh, Damn, what the hell's his name? Belsar? Yes. <laughs> Belsar, Mr. Belsar. The guy that we killed. Yeah, that dude. Who uh supposedly dead. Uh he was new to fourteen, but like so I expect this to have some tie-ins with uh Final Fantasy twelve. Spoilers for further down on the road of this podcast. <laughs> Uh, so there are some digital items coming with this as well. We're gonna get the soldier mount. The soldier mount, think Nessie, think the Loch Ness monster, uh, plesiosaur. I think is what that would uh, like a plesiosaur. It's like fla- it's got flippy flaps and a fat type body, and it's got a little snake neck thing. <laughs> There's somebody out there that's like, it's called a plesiosaur, you jerk. <laughs> I can't help. Uh, it's got a wind up Bart's minion who's riding his little chocobo. So that that's awesome. And also, we get a glamour item. We get the chicken knife. I think that's my favorite item in the entire group. So, uh, Red Mage, by the way, Red Mage, Red Mage, uh, Red Mage confirmed. Uh, the chicken knife is a glamour item that actually has its own like sound effects, like special sound effects. So it's kind of one of those things where I was like, God, I kind of wish they did something for all of the classes. <laughs> but your sword it... already talks to you, so. Yeah, but it doesn't make special sound effects. In your head it does. Yeah, because I go wee 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 wee. Pew, pew. <clears throat> um We're getting swimming and diving. <laughs> I, I it remains to be seen how this is done. It it could go well or it could horribly fail. It could well we 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 don't have load screens. It's a it's a little splash effect on the screen, like we get some bubbles. <laughs> And then also we're do swimming. Splash screens. Yes, <laughs> we do get a splash screen. That's exactly what it is. We get a splash screen, um, and then certain a realm reborn, uh, a realm reborn, uh, a realm reborn world uh, will have swimming. Um, some areas will have this. Not uh, shallow water won't. So there's that. Um, but I like this. That kind of opens up the world a little bit, especially the old world where we, you know, I didn't think they'd have a little bit of cash to throw at it, but they're making it work. So uh, less invisible walls, more Yeager, us going, yeah. It, do, it does make a little sense to give places like Costa del Sol a, a swimming area, right? Like People go there to splash in the water anyway. 
Exactly. It makes sense from a strong lore perspective. It makes sense from a lot of different things that you would have access to these places in water to swim to go around. Now, does this mean that the uh, Limsa Women's uh, housing area gets swimming because they do have beachfront property? That would be kind of awesome, but I think the official word on that is we're not sure yet. We do get to know that the desk housing zone will be released in Frankfurt, though. I'm just going to say, like, that happens. They have to put, like, a pool in for uh, the goblet. I-, I think it's too hot. For a pool? Or, like, an oasis, maybe? Maybe get an oasis. I would like an oasis. Give us an oasis. You have that little pond right next to our house. Yeah, but that's... It's not like, deep enough, though. I can't... <laughs> we can't. That's more like a... It's a retain... I don't know. I want to swim in that. It's probably gross. Maybe if we get Ishgardian housing, they'll have flying in there. Remember. That would be nice. We'll, move, we'll have to move. Get a bigger house. Fit more shit in there. Uh, so, uh, diving is separate. It's only in deep water, and those will only be uh, in the 4.0 areas. Uh, they they are going to have um, no drowning, so we don't have to worry. Uh, they, they explain it as uh, Aeors is a world full of magic, so therefore you can't drown because of magic. Why not? I'll give it to them. <laughs> like in Harry Potter, you can turn your head into a shark and swim around under lakes. What the hell? Who am I to say that this doesn't exist? <laughs> Uh, but they did create a special animation. So if you are hit with a, a, a dot or something over time and you run into the water, you, they have a special animation. So I'm hoping that I get to drown. So I can't drown physically, but if I die in the water, I hope I just look like I did. I have a feeling that we're going to die in the water at some point. Yes. You and I will probably die in the water. <clears throat> the movements, uh, the movement is slightly slower than, uh, than on land, but flying mounts can swim and dive. <sighs> I really want to see my turtle mount dive. I kind of want to see spins. My, I kind of want to see my whisper mount. <laughs> my little, my little, uh, my little tug tug go go boat. It's gonna be my favorite underwater. <laughs> Wee! That's just gonna be terrible. Um, only flying mounts can swim and dive, by the way, so just keep that in mind. No, no, no land mounts. <laughs> uh, NPCs gathering and fishing available underwater. So I'm assuming they're adding some new types of nodes to go gather some underwater minerals that we can go get, some underwater, like, kelp, maybe? I don't know, for gather, like, I don't know. Fishing, I think, spear fishing would be kind of cool, like a new type of form of fishing. That would be kind of, like, or, like... I want to be able to roast my fish. Yeah, like a little get a little fire pit going out on the on the the beach, going to the water with a little little spear. I'd like that. It'd be awesome. Uh, required by the MSQ, but nothing else. Uh, but there is diving exclusive content, so maybe dungeons? Question mark. So uh, it did say specifically, like you do not have to go diving apart from the main storyline quest to do anything. Yep, but there will be stuff that's only in diving, so we'll have to see. Well, one one thing that we know, like a Roman Born had some extra dungeons. That'd be kind of cool. If there were like dungeons you can only access to get get through like a side quest that was only solely underwater. <clears throat> um, I would thoroughly enjoy that, as long as it's not the water temple from Ocarina of Time from N sixty four. Fuck that dungeon. Raise the water level, raise it again, lower no. it, raise it, lower it, lower it, raise it, raise it, lower it. Get it out of here. It's not wanted. I'd be okay with something like Jabu Jabu's belly. Get oh. eaten by a giant fish. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <clears throat> Shin, uh, you want to take what the new Beast Tribe is going to be? Yeah, so we have a new Beast Tribe who are the Ananta. Uh, they are female only. They're an underwater race inhibiting inhabiting the mountains near Alamigo and are currently being oppressed by the Garleans. Surprise, surprise here. Garleans like to oppress everyone, not just the Eorzeans. Uh, they are they have been around for quite a while. They've been around since the, the Alleghans, so they're a, definitely a very old uh, group. And uh, to see how the Alleghans kind of abuse them as well, um, you can look at the Lamias that are around in the world. They're kind of like the evil abused versions i guess of them the 
I guess you would say the experimented on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, their goddess, uh, Lakshmi, is the Lady of Bliss, uh, based on the Hindu god of wealth and fortune. Uh, since they're all female, I know a lot of a lot of our male listeners are like, "Oh yeah, female beast tribe." But guys, are the the bottom half is snake or snake like. So you know, cloaca. That's your thing. I don't judge, but. On that topic, I think we have a new uh, setting for <laughs> the Aqua Gleam Hunter Force, though. Uh, uh, the mountains near Alamiga? Because <laughs> it's not. No. I might don't say Cloaca. It's not Cloaca. Unless you're saying Cloaca is a land. No, I was saying that the Ananta are like the perfect people for the Aqua Gleam Hunter Force. Um, they can be the ma- they can help with the magical girl thing of the and Aqua. Oh and yeah, yeah, I'm with you. yeah, I got no, I got you. I'm with you now. I know. <laughs> I've said Cloaca too many times this episode. It's uncomfortable now. I'm gonna move on to music. Moving on to music. So this we do is probably my favorite part of the expansion launch, not gonna lie. Yeah, it's actually really good. So we did find out that uh the main theme is being produced by Nobu Uyamatsu. Uh the theme this time will be a little more up tempo than Answers and Dragon Song, and it will be released at Fan Festival EU. Still gonna be as emotional as the other ones though. Yeah, so it's gonna have a lot of emotion, but it is gonna be very upbeat, so I do like an up tempo but emotional type song. Um uh, as we know, Uematsu is very good with uh, providing that sort of sound that a Final Fantasy main theme can de- only deliver when you get this iconic themes. So, um, and uh, there is no uh, set word yet if Miss Susan Calloway is tapped to sing for this song, but we do know that she was invited to Tokyo Fan Fest and Square, and her uh, working relationship is really like blossoming and so i i would think that if someone was going to sing lyrics for an up-tempo theme song for an mmo square Enixes, i think susan calloway would probably 99.9 percent probably be the the, the lady also know that she's actually going to be at uh fan fest frankfurt as well yes she will be uh, also, to let you know, Uematsu uh, did say in a video at FanFest that the song is about 60% done, so it, we and that he will be at uh, FanFest EU. So I'm, I'm kind of bummed out that we did not get Uematsu at uh, FanFest in Vegas, uh, but he also wasn't at Tokyo, so it's kind of bites. <clears throat> so, I kind of want to be at all three of the FanFests because they all sound like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. One day, if we win the lottery, maybe that can be a thing. It could be. Uh, they did. Oh man, I'm telling you, they had towels and blankets and stuff inside the the uh, the uh, claw the claw catchers at. Uh... Oh, man, I'm so bummed. I wish I would have gone to Tokyo. Like I, I'm pretty good at claw catchers. I'm pretty good at those things. I could have won us. I could have won blankets. Anyway, uh, so speaking of uh, blankets. <laughs> Uh, and, and there. yeah, I don't know how that's, I didn't know how I was going to, uh, speaking of high end blankets, high end rating, Shin, what's going to be our new high end rate in 4.0? <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> Actually, wait, wasn't that, isn't that what we're currently doing with the whole claw with the hand, Alexander? Uh-huh. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, can also maybe... Yeah. Fists of the Father. Somebody's listening right now is just like shaking their head. They're like, oh, dear God. Hey, Rubicon Veils in chat. Hey, Ruby. So, yeah, the we're getting a couple new raids coming along in 4.0. Uh, the new high-end rating stuff is the Bend of Time Omega, which sounds like it's been... Um, teased it and talked about before but i'm really not familiar with it having not done any of the real rating content yet that's another goal for 2017 no we found no it's a thing (laughs) that happened we saw we saw some of this oh yes but (laughs) 
Titans and Omega as a thing. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We'll, don't worry about it. So, uh, speaking of alliance raids, uh, speaking of twelve, well, you know, I said earlier that twelve was the thing that we'd probably pay attention to, and I said spoilers and whatnot. So apparently, we're going to return to Ivelisse, and Ivelisse is the land that Final Fantasy twelve came from. That explains why everyone was really excited when they announced it. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, it's also was the uh, so for this we have two special guest creators. We have uh, Yusumi Matsunu, who is the game designer and plot scripting, uh, worked on Tactics Ogre, uh, Let Us Cling Together, Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy Twelve, Vagrant Story. Um, he's excited to bring the themes of Ivalice to Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, a little thing though. I do not want to see my Final Fantasy twelve characters so much. The those characters in Final Fantasy fourteen, um, well, except you know the Vera. I do want to see bunny ladies. Bring those in. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I do enjoy me some bunny women. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going with that. And we have uh, Kieta Amemia. If I I probably butchered that name. Uh, illustrator and creator designer, uh, boss design, uh, for the return to release. Uh, he did the anime, uh, worked on the anime Garo, Clock Tower 3, Onimusha 2 and 3, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, Onimusha 2 and 3 was fantastic. Uh, he also worked on Shin Megami, uh, Shin Megami Tensai 4. Sweet mercy, I almost <laughs> blew that up. Uh... Uh, Rubicon in chat. Twelve getting a big push in 2017. Zodiac Age, Return of Ivelisse, Ariana Grande, Vera, Exvius. Yeah, yeah. Can I? I hear Final Fantasy twelve is so hot right now. <laughs> it's big time stuff. Uh, Shin, uh, do you know that uh, 2017? I know what happens in 2017 for Final Fantasy. I think it's some important date that. Uh... Ariana Grande is it's the biggest thing. No, that uh, is true. That that is a huge thing. Yeah. We are getting Heavensward or not Heavensward Bloodstorm, Stormblood. You know, I'm just gonna stop talking now. You mean the Final Fantasy 30th anniversary? That one? No, Which, that's not quite as big. Oh, as Ariana Grande showing up in Brave Exvius. <laughs> Final Fantasy 30th. Uh, Final Fantasy 30th anniversary. Uh, the, and this is from the Famitsu uh, article, Yoshi P. Uh, you mentioned that the 30th anniversary, uh, when talking about Red Mage, what kind of uh, of a year do you want to make it for Final Fantasy XIV? And Yoshi replies, with Stormblood, we are aiming uh, for a new level rather than aiming for stability. Innovation. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV still isn't finished, and there's still a lot of attractions we want to add to the game. Um I don't know if that's a theme park joke that he tried to make. <laughs> we are challenging ourselves to satisfy, uh, satisfy the needs of our current generation of games as well as uh, as players. So we look at ourselves as challengers. I think Stormblood will be the first title to mark the 30th anniversary. So we want to we want to release it with uh, that in our minds as well. That to me is big time stuff. Like that is that that's um, that's the guy who's saying like, listen, I'm your director, I'm your producer, and our, the first Final Fantasy for the first Final Fantasy game out the gate, right for for the 30th anniversary is Stormblood, and oh. we. I mean, listen, it's not Exvius. That's already out. Seven. The seven pop out before that. I thought seven supposed to be in spring 2017. At least the first part. Mm. Is it? I don't know. It, this will be the first new Final Fantasy game. Maybe. I don't know, Shin. They pushed back 15. By a month. Boop, fixing your camera. <laughs> Done fixing your camera. <laughs> your oh, camera break. You know, you're fine. You were a little, oh. you're a little bloated. <laughs> Hanging off to the side. I fixed you. It's this side. Yeah, it's not. You're okay now. You're good. And I trimmed you up. I gave you a little... Thanks, uh, Rubicon Vale. Thanks, guy. Uh, uh, go have uh, good luck and raid. Uh, kill big monsters. Let them know that you mean business. Preferably not your tank. 
I mean, you could show the don't you, kill your you could show the raid bosses the business. Not the tank, unless the tank gives you permission. Always, I mean, always make sure that. Where am I going with this? I'm gonna shut up. Garo collaboration. And and on the topic of <laughs> killing other people. Why why do you let me? <laughs> Sometimes I think you want to see how far I'll go before I catch myself. Well, it it, does, it was kind of working nicely with the whole you're killing your tank, you're killing everybody, you're digging yourself a hole, and the Garo collaboration is a big PvP collaboration. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> sure, I'll get. <laughs> Why not? It was not? a lot better than your whole blanket to raiding one. That that didn't go so well. That. <laughs> What are you talking about? I wrapped it up nicely. Okay, <laughs> bundled it up. I bundled no. it together. I bundled those two things together. No, still. See, that would have been worked better for like the whole collector's edition thing. Oh, okay. We're making blanket puns. <laughs> we, 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 we took a break for two weeks and we come back and we're making blanket puns. Welcome to 2017. Better than what we had in 2016. Yeah, it's 2017 Maelstrom Radio blanket puns. Oh man. Anyway, the Garo collaboration uh, is coming uh, with 3.5 actually. So this is going to be longer than the Yokai event. We're also expecting that uh, the only way to obtain these uh, two things is through the uh, Gold Saucer. Uh, for the gear and one of the mounts, and I believe the other two mounts and gear is through PvP. Now, what's big? Now we discussed this uh, on our last episode, but just to uh, give you guys a reminder that the biggest change to PvP is coming, and that the Grand Company restrictions being lifted. Uh, so now PvP queue times will probably go down to nothing, and with this uh, this event happening, that PvP queue times should be going like that and i'm really excited because the only diable gear for the garo gear is guess what in pvp so if you're excited about getting some gear some new glamours that actually look really awesome like they did a really good job on this gear guys and the mounts look fantastic so this is something you really want to do even if you don't pvp get your friends together make a night out of it group up with your fc just work on getting some wolf marks and get your stuff uh, yeah, running a couple of the, the PvP stuff uh, a few months ago, it's pretty easy to get into. It's not overly challenging, and the players are pretty friendly. There wasn't too much of people yelling at me for not knowing what I'm doing, following no. the wrong person, dying all the time. Yeah, I think our biggest uh, our biggest issue with it was the queue times. I think that was our only yes. issue with PvP is just the queue times. And with that going down, hopefully then we'll see. You might even see us stream some PvP. So, speaking of teasing us and streaming and string stream string stream webbing spider-man i'm not i did not nail one of these transitions tonight <laughs> none of them uh so uh they were they were discussing uh red mage on stage and uh he he's like hey let's watch a video and he goes out and he comes right back and he's wearing yoshi P's wearing a spider-man shirt so spider class confirmed Stormblood. Arachnid. Arachnid. Uh, so Sam. So some of some of the. Oh, so real quick, this is how we're gonna go. So some of the guesses were uh, Sam Raimi, who was the the director for the first three Spider-Man movies. Uh, Sam Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi, Samurai. That's a you know, yeah. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think it is. I don't know. Blue Mage? Why not? Blue Mage is how do they get their powers? Through Beast. How did Spider-Man get through his powers? Spider-Bite. Spider-Bite-cha. Spider-Bite. Or conf- confirmation of photography class. Prompto class. This would be my, my personal favorite. If we had a photography class, I would drop everything and main that. Oh, <laughs> I'd love just to run around taking pictures the whole time. So everyone actually does real work. Yes. So uh, this also means that Samurai Spider-Man is a thing. That is a thing in Japan. There is a limited run uh, action figure and comic of Spider-Man, Samurai Spider-Man. So. Coincidentally, they announced it in Japan. 
they did. Now, here's the thing. Here's something that, yet again, like I like I've said on the show before, that sometimes Shin and I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But sometimes, sometimes we do. Very rarely we do. Knock something out of the park. And here's something. What if Yoshi P said, I, they know that I'm going to walk on stage with a shirt. But what if, what absolutely if, I walked out on stage and was giving them two hints for two jobs with one shirt? Why not give us the Spider-Man Blue Mage shirt. Why not Sam Raimi, Samurai, the shirt? Why not give us both? Why not say that these two things are coming? It would be interesting. It would be a different way of saying, hey, guys, <laughs> guess what? I gave you two clues in one. And that's why it, a lot of people are split down the middle. It could mean Samurai. It could mean Blue Mage. It... it doesn't mean fucking dancer, I'll tell you, but it does. <laughs> you never know, actually. Like in the Famitsu interview, there, uh, they asked him, "You wore a Spider-Man T-shirt today, and the director for the Spider-Man movies is Sam Raimi. So does that mean?" And usually, a reply that Spider-Man is a few movies, and there isn't only one director. It might be a quote Spider Weber. I stated earlier that we will implement jobs true to the Final Fantasy series, so you might argue, "What do you mean, Spider Weber?" Anyways, please do speculate. And if he's talking about a spider Weber, that could be something completely different. That could that could be dancing with the the things and web. Please go on. I want to see where you're. I mean, go- we're, no, no. We're already stretching a lot of these definitions. Please, no, Sherlock. Take me through. I need to know your line of thinking with this web thing. I'm with you. I'm with you, buddy. You and me together on this. But you know the the weapons that the dancer uses. They're kind of like that the streamer type things they so, have them attached to them yeah, yeah yeah like the dancing like rope okay i gotcha yeah they can, they can kind of those kind of like rope or like the streamers or something they can use that to web or to drape over things or to hit things with or shoot out like so they're gonna it's be- a stretch but they're gonna bdsm there <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time that we have <laughs> what year is it 2017 <laughs> Merry New Year! No, no, no. What, what's the year in the game? Oh. I don't know. Like the something-something um, Astral Era? Seventh Astral Era? Man, I don't know. Heaven's Turn? <laughs> it's the... T- wait, you're typing it out. I'm gonna read it. It's the year of the cock. Okay, no, I got you. It's the year of the cock. So... We're gonna... <laughs> so the dancer's gonna grapefruit our foes to death? If you get that reference, someone's going to listen back to this and laugh hysterically or they'll be like, I am never going to download. I I don't even want to download this. (laughs) Anyway, please do speculate. (laughs) I think we're we're speculating. All right. We did speculate. So, um, all right. So here's the deal. We do know Red Mage was announced. Uh, I don't want to do... Uh, I, I do want to just touch on it because I think next week what we want to do is do – we do want to – Shin and I want to dig into this and kind of take what we saw and see how close we were to kind of describing how this thing would work and and actually maybe try to build a class that is working because we don't know too, too much. But all right, so things we – We have a lot th- of ideas on what a Red Mage could be. Yes, and here, here are some of the things that we uh, that I do want to touch on real quick. So we do know that the Red Mage has no base class. It starts at 50. Tentative. <laughs> um, the uh, it's a ranged magic DPS class. The weapon is a rapier plus a magic crystal medium. If that's a tentative, yet again tentative naming item, I think they should call it a floaty. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't name things. Uh, rapier floaty. Yeah, rapier and a floaty. We are getting uh, swimming and diving. We are getting swimming and a floater. Yeah. Uh, no main attribute. <laughs> Let's start leaving upper decker jokes. No main attribute mentioned. Art and game renders feature job specific equipment. So what do we what we do know real quick? Um, so if you guys probably saw the video, I'm not going to post the video because that video is something you had to pay for at FanFest. Um, <laughs> and uh, so when they take the magic crystal medium, they t- he the red mage takes it, flips over its rapier, 
and then attaches it to the top to essentially make it a staff. Um, and then they, so what the video we saw is they, they do their magic and then they, they da- dash in close and go pop, 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 pop with the rapier and ba- bounce back out and also a bunch of magic goes off and then boom. <clears throat> and uh, if you go to YouTube, you can probably find that video. If you've got the, the stream, you saw that video. Um, and uh, I will, going to leave it at that because everything else um, we're going to dive into, uh, I think, next week with some other stuff. And maybe maybe even touch in a little bit, maybe on like a samurai class and a blue mage class a little bit um, on next week's show. So right now, guys, uh, clo- Shin, closing thoughts, fan fest, Japan, everything <laughs> that had happened over the last couple of weeks. I mean... Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the stream live. I didn't purchase the stream, uh, but I did follow along on what, some of the live blogs and was chatting with people as it was going through. There was a lot of information, a lot of surprising information. I definitely did not expect a release date, uh, particularly in a, uh, hindsight with what they did last time when they actually had to push back the release a little bit. I figured they would give themselves a little bit more flexibility, but end of June is, I guess, it's a little bit longer than the previous one, so it, it's still fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, Heaven's Word uh, was supposed to state for release around May, and they pushed it back a month. So, so it's in a, the same time frame now. Actually, we actually are probably in the same time frame. I believe it was released around the same time, maybe a week out later or a couple days later. So, I'm saying, uh, I'm excited, super I'm really excited. excited to talk about Red Mage next week. Because I think there's a lot there, and especially with all of our theory crafting from last year, uh, we can get some really good information on the Red Mage, even though we don't know a lot yet. Yeah. Um, and... and I'm really hoping that they do a, a 30th anniversary event, but I would guess that might be sometime around August when they actually do their anniversary event. I could see them tying in both the 30th anniversary and the fourth year anniversary uh, of Final Fantasy A Realm Reborn. Yes. Now, I, I will say this, I, knowing that the 30th anniversary is this year for Final Fantasy, um, we do have to kind of look at the game, not only Final Fantasy fourteen, but where Final Fantasy is through the ages. I mean, fifteen just came out. Uh, Brave Exvius is probably one of the, uh, for free, Final Fantasy game on the mobile, it's probably one of my favorite mobile games. Uh, I mean, for, for Ariana Grande showing up, guys. <laughs> you know. I don't know what that means to me, but she's shown up as Avira. That's cool. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited. Like I am, I am super excited for this year. I'm super excited for Final Fantasy XIV, Stormblood. I'm excited that Yoshi P is already stating, like, you know, we're not even going to rest on our laurels. We have to innovate. We have to push. We know from Japanese Fan Fest that they are going to make these the Stormblood dungeons and raids feel like Final Fantasy dungeons and raids. I'm expecting, I'm hoping that they took some of the stuff from Aquapolis and, and Palace of the Dead, uh, traps. I would love to see traps in normal dungeons. I would love to see puzzles. I would love to see stuff maybe we have to figure out. terrifying if we had traps. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be a little more terrifying? It would be so much more fun with traps a little bit. Like, like a little more, oh, watch your footing. <laughs> um, so I am excited. I am excited for the underwater exploration opening up the world a little bit more uh it, it's going to be a big year for final fantasy which is exciting for me as a, a big uh final fantasy fan uh and and same for shin shin you know was a guy who played a lot of everquest and other M- mmos and and rpgs and he took and a chance now needs to play more final he, fantasy game yeah and now he listened to me now he's like i kind of have to want to want to do more of this so uh I'm thoroughly excited. I don't know how else they say it, but I'm like so so excited. Um, Final Fantasy has been a big part of my life for as long as I remember, because I've owned a lot of gaming systems, and most of them were Nintendo, and I played a lot of Final Fantasy games because they were the best bang for buck. And I liked to read when I was a kid, and kind of mixed my my joy of playing video games and reading when I was younger. Uh, so I, I am definitely have to read in Final Fantasy games. It's true, not anymore too much. <laughs> I mean, Final fourteen, yes, fifteen was a lot of hello, <laughs> hello there. <laughs> uh, so, um, there's anything we missed? I don't think we missed anything. 
Jay Cigarro. We did the teaser for the Spider-Man. Red Mage is next week. I'm just making sure. I don't want to like leave and then us forget and be like, ah, we forgot something. I think that wraps up most of what I remember from the uh, information that we got. Yeah. Uh, there is a, there was a live letter done as well for uh, and uh, we'll probably throw some of that in. Anything that we know that wasn't a rehash from part one, any new information we'll throw in next week. Um, probably before we dive into Red Mage, so that way we can give you that news. Um, so. Other than that, guys, uh, it, it was one hell of a fan fest. I re- like I said, I was really, really shocked. You could still go by the stream if you missed it. Uh, you know, if you did find a way, if you watched it with a friend or they gave you their information, log in and do it. I'm not listen. I'm not saying what you did was right, but I'm gonna shame you, you bad person. But thank you for listening and watching us because you know we love you anyway. The internet, internet may not. Um, so next week, Red Mage. Week after that, I don't know. We'll just. Uh, well, well, week well. after that will be uh, pre-patch note week. Holy crap! Oh man, look at that! Holy, it's already through pre. pre- uh guys, it's already twenty seventeen. It's like we're already like, oh man, three weeks will already be. I, you know what? I have that day off too. I don't have the next day off, but I have that day. <laughs> so. Show, show will be ready. Show will be ready that day. All right, guys. Well, let me do one of these and click on one of those and click on one of these. Got to click everything. I do. So, well, that's it. Our first episode of 2017. Episode 18 of Maelstrom Radio is locked in the bag. For Shinter, I am Flatus. Until sea swells all, we'll see you next time. Maelstrom Radio is a production of maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of his music at soundcloud.com forward slash men773. Outro music provided by Soda. You can find more of their music at soundcloud.com forward slash Soto. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.